0: You're listening to Baking to the Bee movies with Ashley and Steph broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts. They're here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love, while creating recipes inspired by these wonderful abominations. You can follow Baking to the Bee movies on Instagram, at Baking to the Bee movies and on Twitter. At Baking to Bee Movies. These ladies dig deep into these movies, and some of the topics covered are disturbing. So this is your spoiler warning and explicit content warning. Listener discretion is advised. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad they literally cannot stop talking about them. This episode of Baking to the Bee Movies is brought to you by nobody but it could be brought to you by Lori Laughlin. She's having a lot of trouble finding new work right now, so she'd really appreciate it if you could watch some of her older works and help her get some of those residuals. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but she seems like she's in dire straits.
1: back to Baking to the B Movies. My name is Ashley. And my name is Steph. Thank you all so much for being here with us during this episode. Always so good to be back in the studio Always with you, Steph. I love it. I love coming here. It's I feel great. like I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a little, it's been a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of stuff going on, kept us busy, but we're yeah. back. Yeah. Um, we should just get into the usual stuff before we get into a little recap from our last episode, catch up a little bit, dive into this movie. Oh,
2: super fun. Um,
1: you guys can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies. We are on Twitter at Baking to Bee Movies before Elon Musk completes his whole running it into the ground at a rapid rate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are not on Facebook, but we um, are available. Our, our podcasts are available wherever you get your podcasts um, SoundCloud, Spotify. Audible, all that good stuff. Whatever. Um, yeah, just just Google us. Yeah. <laughs> just Google us. You'll find us. Uh, so be sure to like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Steph, how are you?
2: I'm doing well.
1: Yeah? Um...
2: I, we had a, a a little bit of a stint of some 60 degree days and now it's 30 again so I got used to that and now I'm miserable
1: I'm wearing a, I'm wearing sneakers today I've been wearing boots for like four months now Yeah. Put, put on sneakers today because it was like super nice out these past few days yep. and then I was, yep. dri- I was driving here and I drove like right into a snow squall
2: and I was like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, was like, oh, okay. I,
1: know. I guess it's not done okay my feet are cold but it's fine yeah Um. I think it's supposed to clear up though like later yeah it's
2: not supposed to it's not really supposed to amount to anything I
1: know I I think, we talk about it cool. like Every year. Yeah, we talk about it, like, every year, like, oh, my God, the winter, it just won't, but, I mean, it does it every year. Every year. Like, we get snow. won't go away. Yeah, we get snow until, like, mid-April, and then finally, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, okay, there's spring. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the snow is replaced by pollen, and I'm just as miserable (laughs) as I was when it was snowing. I'm just as uncomfortable. Yeah,
2: it still sucks. (laughs) How was your,
1: uh, we we were just talking, but um, our last episode, we did
2: Leprechaun in the hood. Um, how was your St. Patrick's Day? Did you have a good one? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I didn't do anything. (laughs) 'Cause I am old <laughs> and that part of my life is over. Aww. Um eh, not really, but You're only but as I am young old.
1: as you feel is Which that the... is like seventy.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> So you know, there's that. Um yeah, I was I mean, I just we went yeah. out to eat like we like it was our normal yeah. day to go out to eat. Yeah. So like literally nothing changed.
1: Well you're speaking of the whole like feeling feeling like seventy, we were we were talking about it. I went to uh, I went to the killer's show at Mohegan Sun. And um, I went with Troy. Troy was visiting from California for a mm-hmm. few days. Took, yeah. it, took him to the Killers. And uh, our seats were not actually seats. We ended up being in the pit. <laughs> and as soon as we walked in and realized there were no chairs, I was like, put my lower back. <laughs> right? Like, oh, no. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was super, super fun. The show was amazing. And it's just, it's actually kind of fun to be. An older person in a pit and seeing so many, like, younger people having so much fun. That would just depress me. I don't know. I let this i let this young girl who was, who was a lot smaller than me... I mean, I'm not tall. I'm, like, 5'7", but this girl was considerably shorter than I was, and I kind of let her... I was like, hey, like, there's space in front of me. Do you want to get in front of me? Because she was struggling to see the opening band behind me. Yeah. So we let her get in front of us, and, I mean, she had to have been, like... 1920. I think her I think her mom and like her (laughs) sister were standing like behind us and we we had tried we were like, Do you guys? And they're like, No, we're fine here. Like the mom really wasn't into like pushing forward. She's like, I'm good here. But her daughter was like in front of us, slash next to us. She was like 1920. She had to have been like in college. And she was having the time of her life. Oh, good for her. And I had that moment where I crossed over from like the bitter, like I'm still young, like, you know, damn, damn, these, these people who are younger than me thinking that I'm not hip to being like, (laughs) to being like, oh, look at these babies having fun. That was so so fun. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it was a good time. It would just make me depressed. I'm like, man, I remember when I was 19, (laughs) 20 years old. Yeah. What a shit show! Oh, man. We, had, we had fun. We, we had did, fun. We
1: but I, I did do one Irish thing. I had a I had a whiskey sour with Jameson. Nice, as as is tradition. So <laughs> as is tradition. As is tradition. <laughs> Didn't eat any corned beef or anything, but I did. Because a... corned
2: beef is gross. <laughs> <laughs> like like, how do you make a how do you make a meal like worse? Boil it to death. <laughs> Just boil all oh, that flavor out. I
1: can see all the correspondents and tweets coming at us from corned beef enthusiasts. I know. Like I'm sorry, <laughs> it's
2: not my thing. It never has been.
1: What about corned beef hash? Do you like hash? I do. Okay. I
2: I will. I big fan of hash. I love hash. Yep. Yeah. I'll totally eat that. But when it comes to just like a corned beef and cabbage type of thing, gross. well, cabbage
1: is cabbage is it's it's it, it's an abomination. Cabbage. Well, I mean, I like
2: I like cabbage. Like oh, I'll eat cabbage, but not boiled. I'll go out of my way not to eat cabbage. You
1: don't like (laughs) coleslaw? No, I don't like coleslaw. (laughs) <laughs> That's crazy. I know. I skip over it and like I was telling you about you skip the, over I, it. Well, I was talking about the pulled pork the yeah. pulled pork waffle cones at the music festival in Boston and how they put a level of coleslaw near the bottom and I just scoop that out and throw it on the ground and eat it. <laughs> the, <laughs> nice. birds, the birds can have that shit. I don't want Very any. Nice. Um, I don't like
2: coleslaw. It's
1: all right. Speaking of uh speaking of food, speaking of St. Patrick's Day food, before we get into the episode, uh I think we have to revisit my whiskey and Bailey's cupcakes. From the last one unsurprisingly the whiskey did get cooked out even though i added like a little extra hoping that it it, it got cooked out but that's fine but the fucking Baileys?
2: That was... That was very good. <laughs> it was really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, even if it cooks out, even if the alcohol cooks out, it still, like, retains some flavor yeah. into the food. Yeah. That's why people continue to use yeah. alcohol in cooking. Like, it's just a common thing people do now. Oh,
1: I just thought I had a drinking problem.
2: No. Okay. <laughs> so, so, good news, Ashley. You're not alcoholic. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank
1: God. Because, I, I mean, this past week, I, I had a couple days off last week while Troy was visiting, and, I mean, I went hard on the cocktail. So, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't got to work. I'm not driving. I'm gonna have another one. But like I had, I think we went out. I had like three whiskey sours one night. I had two painkillers another night that we went out. Oh, wow. I, I, yeah, no, my liver is just begging for help at this point. But you know, it's I, have, fine. I have coffee today, so it balances out somewhere. Uh, sure, in my mind, it does. We'll, we'll go with that. I have my own food pyramid, and it's coffee. <laughs> it's coffee, carbs, some alcohol, and uh,
2: roasted red peppers with hummus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like an entire Spe- an entire specific Speci-
2: food group specifically <laughs> roasted red peppers hummus. Yes, that's it. Oh, well, the roasted a, red pepper hummus. That's the
1: entire that's, so that's the entire bottom part of my food pyramid.
2: <laughs> hey, I like that food pyramid.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited to get into the food that I made today because goddamn is it it's decadent. <laughs> it is
2: decadent. I know. I feel like I'll only be able to eat one bite of it. Yeah. And then I'll just be like, "Okay, Done. Done.
1: I'm, I'm Take hoping, this away. I'm hoping it turns because I did a couple practice runs on it. We'll get into it. I did a couple practice runs, and I'm hoping this one turns out as good, if not better, than the second attempt. Because the second attempt was marginally, marginally, marginally better than the first attempt. So we'll see. But uh, we'll we'll get into that recipe, which is inspired by today's movie. Uh huh. And um, I'm excited because it's another
2: it's another 3D movie. Yeah, I don't understand why you're really like we have to get every inch of the rotation with these 3d movies actually
1: because i love seeing a story fall apart when it's entirely based on the 3d effects because when you when you <laughs> okay. take when you take away the fact that like hey i don't have 3d glasses to watch this what is this about there's no story it's a nonsense story
2: it is absolutely ridiculous. It's like Texas
1: Chainsaw 3D, which we reviewed, what, like a season ago, two seasons ago? The first season. The first season. And uh, the entire movie is just based on the fact that, like, we're just going to have... You're
2: supposed to be watching it in 3D. Yeah, like,
1: this chainsaw is going to come at you slowly in 3D, and when we take the element that makes it 3D away, you got a movie about a chainsaw coming at you not in 3D, very slowly. <laughs> I love wa- I love watching a story fall apart, and also the the cast in this movie
2: was very surprising, surprising, very surprising, surprising
1: in the most delightful of ways. Yeah, yeah, I was very I'd very agree. happy. I agree. Um, Steph, do you want to get into, or do you want to tell the audience what movie we're reviewing today?
2: Yeah, uh, today we're going to be uh, tearing apart Amityville 3D. Oh, so excited! Uh, a, a 1983.
1: 1983.
2: Yeah. That movie is 40 years old. <laughs> And you know what? You can tell. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it legit. Does, you know what? It
1: does not hold
2: up. Nope, not even remotely. It's
1: an hour and 45 minutes, which is about... Too much? Yeah, it's about an hour and 20 minutes too long. Yep. This movie, this it's just taking something and just dragging it as long and as far as it can possibly go. Um, but let's get into the cast, because I i was very, very excited when I was watching it. I was like, oh my God, because I, I haven't
2: watched this movie since I was a kid, I've actually never seen this one. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen any of the sequels to Amityville. I saw the original Amityville, which is incredible. I the one the one with, the, the
1: one with uh, what's his name James Brolin, not James Brolin, John Brolin. Which, which I think it was. James It's, Brolin. it's a Brolin. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a one. Brolin. It's one of the
2: Brolins. Yeah, like the um, original, original, original. Yeah, the very first one. Yeah, that and came um, out in the seventies.
1: And we'll get into the history of, of Amityville because I, you know, again, one of it's it's a true. It's a true crime that spawned a truly awful franchise, and I love it. <laughs> wow. um, the first one, though—I mean, yeah—the
2: first one, like I don't know about the franchise, but the first one was legitimately terrifying. Like it was very scary.
1: There's one part of it that scares me. Well, two parts of it that scare me, and the rest I'm kind of like, meh. But I still like it. I still like the original. It, it holds yeah, up. It, it holds, does. It does hold it up. up. It holds up. It far surpasses the uh, the Ryan Reynolds remake. Of, i didn't
2: hate that i thought that was pretty good well i like well
1: i don't want to say i like ryan reynolds i don't want to perjure myself here i i ryan reynolds plays the same character in every goddamn movie he's i don't in.
2: think he was that this was a very serious role for him it
1: was and that's what i, I was going to say is that this is the amityville horror remake with ryan reynolds was actually the exception where he was incredibly intense mm-hmm not so he's not like the sarcastic witty one line right. guy and yeah. I, li- I like Ryan Reynolds it's nothing against him as a person as an actor I just I feel like he's been kind of what is it like pigeonholed into this like you're the witty guy be the witty guy a
2: character actor yeah, yeah. And but it's like one character so it's well just, yeah, yeah that's why he calls him a character actor he's just actor. like the
1: funny witty guy but this
2: was not that right. but he was like
1: legit scary
2: yeah he was very scary I,
1: not a fan of it but I, I did like his performance in that Um. I think that this movie Amityville 3D I think this is supposed to be a direct sequel to the original
2: um yeah i'm not sure about the direct sequel to the second because this is technically the third movie yes the third in the movie in the franchise um um but i mean the thing is with this kind of premise you could literally make as many sequels as you want because the premise is it's the house it's a haunted house so like you could literally have a new story in this house yeah. And it doesn't have to connect to any of the previous ones, you know what I mean?
1: Right. Well, like in a lot of the 3D movies that we've <coughs> talked about, it's, you know, the 3D movie supposed to be like a direct sequel to the first. Like Texas Texas Chainsaw 3D is supposed to be a direct sequel to it the first Texas be, Chainsaw. Yeah. My Bloody Valentine 3D was supposed to be a direct sequel i, I think, don't to, think it was supposed to or was to it a be? remake
2: i think that was a remake oh see i reboot. thought it was a
1: direct sequel to because like the they first
2: cha- one. no no because the same like the name of the character like oh, the name of the characters were the same yeah, like warden right. and whatever okay henry warden
1: my apologies I, yeah, yeah like that
2: was just like a remake reboot type gotcha of thing. Like, okay
1: yeah so similar is...
2: story but not the same way shittier
1: <laughs> yeah, i like that you had to throw that in um so this movie mm-hmm. stars it stars tony roberts yep um we have tess harper who I think didn't Tess Harper win an Oscar? Not for this, but I'm pretty sure she's an Oscar winner at some point in her career.
2: Maybe I don't know. She was in No Country for Old Men.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: And the and the Breaking Bad movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we have Aunt
2: Becky herself, Lori Lachlan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> before she before she did some, not I don't think she did prison time.
2: I don't honestly know. I think she I
1: for that whole the, scandal. With I don't her know kids what was college. Yeah, and, like I don't
2: know what her. Uh, Sentence like she was found guilty, I believe. Yeah, I don't know, if but I don't said, know what hey, her like, sentence is. What You know what?
1: Was. You know what? She's still my lifetime network TV movie queen. <laughs> right? So she's on Becky. I can't be mad it at is, her. She is on Becky. You know what? If <laughs> if if my mom was Lori Lachlan and she was like, "Hey, listen, like take this picture of yourself looking like you're rowing a boat because we're gonna Photoshop it so you can go to a prestigious university," I'd be like, "Okay, mom." Like, because she's on Becky. Like, like I say, no, <laughs> not <Aunt> Becky. <laughs> Right. And Steph, do you want to tell the audience who else is in this movie?
2: Right? Meg Ryan. My,
1: when Harry met, met Sally, Sally. Yep. you've got mail, Sleepless in Seattle. Top Gun.
2: Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> I love that movie.
1: The, the Meg Ryan. T-H-E-E. The Meg Ryan. Yep. The Meg, Ryan. yep. Meg the Ryan. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fantastic cast for an otherwise forgettable movie. <laughs> yeah. But I think. That's way to put it. I think we're ready to get into it. Um, so, without further delay, here's Amityville 3D.
2: I apologize for everything that <laughs> that's about to happen. It's about to happen
1: for the next 30 minutes, 40 minutes, <laughs> what, However
2: long, yeah.
1: Um, so, <coughs> as with every 3D movie of its time, and any 3D movie that has followed the 80s, the movie obviously starts with it has to have some kind of 3D effect. So we get the opening credits. Oh, right! Just, the opening
2: know. credits were <laughs> where it should show. I'm like, what? Like there, it just it just looked poor. Yeah. It just looked poorly done. But it shows it, it shows. I mean, let's keep in mind that this was 1983. Yeah. Okay, that's when 3D techno- technology was actually new. Ish. Yeah. Not this 2009 3D bullcrap that they were doing at the yeah. time. So. So
1: yeah. It could, like yeah, trying to compare something that was made in '83 to something that was made in like 2012, 2013. You know, you got like 20 years there. It's, yeah. It, it's. It's gonna show that it's not great. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. Consi- it's a considerable difference. But you know the effects are bad. The the opening credits are terrible. The only terrible. thing is that they show they show the Amityville house, which I they do. I love the Amityville house because mm-hmm. um, it's a real house.
2: It is and, a real house,
1: and I want to talk about that a little bit later on. It's got those iconic windows, those creepy ass windows in the attic, like iconic. Um, and then we are all of a sudden inside the house and it the movie begins with this couple yes um in yeah, that
2: older couple yeah it's a taylor they doing like a seance. yeah
1: so it's it's this married couple and they go into the Amityville house where this other couple Is going to assist them with a séance to communicate with, I think, their dead son. Yes. And the married couple that comes in, which they're
2: they're wearing like matching trench coats, which I they were all wearing trench coats. Yeah, I don't. Literally all of them. I mean, this movie came out was the year of the trench coat.
1: Yeah, I want to ask somebody if anyone you know was was um, you know of of age in 1983
2: because I wasn't even born yet, but I was of age. Okay, I, was, I, was, I don't know what 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 month did this come out because I would have, would have been like three months old.
1: <laughs> so obviously, you don't know if everyone was wearing trench
2: coats back then. No, no. But
1: if anybody knows if that was like the style back then, I'd love some insight because I just thought it was an odd choice to have like this married couple wearing matching trench coats.
2: Um, Hey man, trench coats are a thing.
1: But they they sit down at this table, and you know they're the older man in this in the séance group, the the guy who's running the séance lights all these candles, and there's an older woman sitting at the table who's going to lead the séance. Yes, and she starts doing the like, yeah, it's like the
2: sh- like, <laughs> like swaying around, <laughs> speaking <in> tongues, <laughs> <or whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and the lights the lights go off with the exception of the candles, and um and she's like you know. She's asking the woman of this married couple to reach out to her son, like call your son's name, and the woman's like, you know, Ricky or whatever.
2: Whatever, yeah. And I don't
1: know. <laughs> and shit starts like you know you you hear like a little a little child's voice going like, mommy, mommy, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and you know the lights are flickering and <laughs> the woman keeps you know Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just keeps going. And um, what I thought what I thought was uh, peculiar was at one point the the woman is like in the mother. Uh, who's trying to find her dead son is like in tears like she's like legit tearing up yeah and well, she's keeps, she, she right? keeps hearing him right and she goes to like get up from the table and the old man's like telling her to sit her ass down like super harsh and it's like like that's her dead kid man take it easy like it to be so rude to her right um but all of a sudden in the corner of this it, it looks like it's the dining room that they're doing the on. yeah in. it does um this like greenish
2: or like some sort of sitting room like yeah. cloud thing
1: yeah this greenish cloud Blowing orb cloud thing, thing. Starts, starts floating around it starts floating around the room and it starts approaching them and we are led to believe that this is the boy this is right. the spirit of the boy yeah um and the mother is just so overcome with like just grief and uh-huh. joy and surprise that she immediately gets up
2: and starts taking pictures <laughs> she sure does and it, it's incredible she's following this over around just snapping pictures over and over and over yeah, again with,
1: with like the biggest 1980s camera you can think mm-hmm. of and yep and amidst all the flashing we see that the orb is being controlled by a man in a black bodysuit <laughs> using a fishing line yeah and it's a stick with the line on it with the, with the cloud on it. And I'm like, and I, how how nobody noticed that this grown-ass man, like, I don't care, like, you don't see, like, the shadow moving. Right. Like, what in the community theater is this? Like, this is so, like, <laughs> what in the high school theater production right. is this? Right. Um, so the, uh, the husband gets up and he's doing the same thing. He's taking all these pictures. The old man who's leading the seance is like, what the hell's going on? And all of a sudden they are just bum-rushed by this, like, investigative journalist team. Yep. And it turns out yep. that... And <laughs> the old man is just like, shut up. Like, so, <laughs> yeah.
2: like, the wife there. Oh, he's like, it's like-
1: over, shut up. Because she, she's still sitting at the table She's like, oh. just like... Sh- yeah, swaying back and forth. <laughs> and, like, speaking in tongues. And the lights go on, and the whole thing is revealed to be the seance is a fraud. These This mm-hmm. older couple is scamming people Leading these seances and mm. the married couple who are not a married couple at all. No nope, they they're are, just partners. They are partners of an investigative journalism team. Uh, yeah, and I'd, they I'd are love hearing, to expose. Yeah, they're they're exposing this whole thing. Yep. Um, and it is hilarious. It's, it's, it's quite hilarious. <laughs> it's actually yeah, like I'll legitimately. Give it that. It's actually quite funny. It's legitimately hilarious. Um, you know the the team comes in. They're they're exposing like how this couple how this couple does it. You know the guy holding the, the cloud thing um, on the fishing line. Yeah. There's like another woman like banging like you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gongs or whatever <laughs> yeah. to make like
2: like the thunder like, noise. noises like, and stuff and like footsteps or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then the transition the transition into how so the the team is John. Yeah, he, and the woman who played the wife, who I was like, "Girl, you should not be a journalist. You should be an actress because you were like legit so in tears, good. so convincing." And even even
2: John says that.
1: Yeah, he's like, "You were so good." Um, she's Melanie. That's his. That's his partner at this, you know, like reporting firm or whatever you want to call it, like this this newspaper or magazine that they work at. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day uh, after after they exposed this couple they, well, John meets with, uh, the guy who owns the property. The, yeah. And he's, and he's kind of explaining to John, like, I had no idea that they were doing this in this house. I never would have sold them this house. Yeah. They were renting it from him. Right. And he's like, I yeah. never, I never would have. Yeah. Like, like I, just, I, yeah. Like, doing
2: like shitty things and tricking people like, out in of their his, money. Yeah. In his, his property, house. Yeah. In his property. Yeah.
1: Um, and then somehow, and I don't know how or why, but like this guy, like, straight up convinces John to, like, buy the house. Just buy
2: the house. Yeah. And, and It I mean, didn't take... The, it did not take any any sort of persuasion yeah. at all. He's
1: like, you know, he's I'm like, really... Okay, yeah, he's just like, I'm house. really looking to sell this house. And John's just like, okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> right? And I'm like, wait, what? How did you... Wait, what? How? Like, I mean, granted, I, I would absolutely... Like, can you imagine the price of a 1983 murder
2: house? It's probably dirt cheap.
1: Probably well, actually, so the Lutz
2: family... Who bought it after all the murders that happened in seventy four? Yeah. Bought it for eighty grand. Oh,
1: for for real?
2: It was also seventy four. So and they got a steal on it. So uh, yes. Oh my god. So and I mean that like pains me inside.
1: Like, like it's
2: probably it's probably worth mad money now, but Yeah. Still, I think there's still a bunch of murders happened in it.
1: I know, so. but like, I'm I'm thinking. I think the last the last listing that I saw because I think the last time it sold was 2016, and it was going for like eight hundred thousand dollars. Yes. And I'm like, wow. So this is what it feels like to know I'm never going to own a home. I can't even <laughs> I can't even afford a home that like. Five people were murdered and like it's just it's
2: never it's never gonna happen hey just wait for the recession to happen ashley and then the interest rates will go down which is probably gonna happen sooner rather than later oh my
1: god i (laughs) how bad is it that i'm at this stage in my life where i'm like cannot wait for another recession so right oh give it to me give it to me now
2: um refinance my house you should buy a house out here ash it'd be super fun i'm live across the street yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Make podcasting so much easier, oh, right? Just walk over, you just
2: do it whenever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, hey, hey Steph,
1: it's four in the morning. Let's cut, um, <laughs> Let's cut an episode. So anyway, John buys this house at I'm sure, he, and he tells he tells uh, Melanie who's who's skeptical. She's like, I don't know why you're buying this house. Like, what? And he why? doesn't really have like a clear answer. No, it's just like, just like okay. It's just like you know, they're, I'm gonna they're, do it. Yeah, the writers are like, hey man, we need to put him in this house. How are we gonna get him in this house? Right. And so he just buys the house. Um, and come to find out, it actually kind of works out for John because he is going through a separation slash divorce with, with his wife, wife, soon to be ex-wife, Nancy. Nancy, yeah. And, um, and he needs his own space. She needs a space. They share a daughter named Susan who is played by Aunt Becky.
2: Yep. Um,
1: <laughs> and it's it's Lori Lachlan when she was like so young. Like she, she looks was young, so yeah. young. Meg Ryan too. Meg Ryan plays her best friend. And Meg right? Ryan's like so young in this movie. It's just so funny to see, like, oh shit, that's Meg Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um And when we first see when we first see uh Susan and her friend, I, I didn't catch Meg Ryan's character's name. Lisa. Lisa. When we first see Susan and Lisa, they are in the quintessential nineteen eighties, like <laughs> denim on denim. <laughs> right.
2: I, right? Like Meg Ryan's walking around with a denim jacket, flipped collar. It was great. <laughs> it's so fantastic. Good. Denim jeans, just denim and just denim, 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 denim on
1: <laughs> denim on denim. And yep. I'm here for it's it. It's a
2: denim kind of day. Like
1: the teased hair, like it's so <laughs> great. Yep. Um. So while John is preparing to move into the Amity, the Amity House, the Amityville House. And you know, and he's telling Susan, like, you can come and stay with me. Like, you'll have your own room. You right. Can, you, like, it'll be great. It'll make the divorce easier because you'll right. have you'll have, you'll have, you'll
2: have a, your own space. Yeah, you have
1: your own space in both homes. Yeah. Um. And Nancy's not really thrilled with the idea because, like, everybody kind of knows, like, hey, like, people got murdered in this house, and it wasn't that long ago. Like, it's not really a great place to raise yeah. a child. You know, yeah. granted, she's a teenager. She's a teenager, but, teenager. but even still. Um so while all of this transitioning is happening, um Melanie is in the dark room at the newspaper's mm. like office slash headquarters. Yeah, developing
2: her photos. Yeah,
1: she's developing the photos that they took of the seance. Mm-hmm. And um she had also snapped some photos, you know, before John agreed to buy the house they with went,
2: the real real estate The real estate agent. Clifford was his name. Yeah. Cliff.
1: So Clifford, the real estate agent, they had gone in the day after they exposed the seance, the seance group, yep. and they were just taking pictures of like all the like fraudulent shit that the people had laying around the basement. <laughs> yeah,
2: like the basement. Oh my god, all this the props. Yeah, and stuff in so the So many props, and then a uh, clip there he follows like through like a hole
1: yeah and come to find there's a well in the it's in the basement well in that the he didn't realize basement. was there yeah so
2: they they cover
1: it so no one else will get hurt yeah um but so the basement has a well and like they're in there taking pictures of all the props that this couple used so to perform <laughs> these seances. so and that's important because like melanie's developing the pictures not only of the seance but of the props that these people use and clifford is in is a lot a of the photos few,
2: uh
1: yeah and um as she's developing the photo, she notices that Clifford's face is looking, like, contorted. A little bit. I thought he looked like Leatherface. <laughs> I have that written down. How did Leatherface... <laughs> ex- verbatim. Verbatim. How did Leatherface end up in the developed photos? That's exactly right, what oh I wrote God. down. I was like, why does it look like Leatherface? Like,
2: he's, he's, like, contorted. Yeah, his face um, is all kind of, like... Yeah, that's a, I guess that's the best way to put it. It's just, it's just all... Messed up and distorted and all yeah. that sort of
1: stuff. And, and she realizes that something is wrong. Like, it's unusual because it's not just one photo. It's all of them.
2: Yeah. So she brings like this. Like, it's not like a, black, a dark room kind of, like, mishap. You yeah, it's, mean? like,
1: legit, like, this is how this guy looks in all these photos. So she brings it to John's attention, and in one of the... F- it's the first of many just, like, huh, well, that's peculiar kind of moves that John Right, does. and
2: just kind of brushes it off.
1: Yeah, he's, like, oh, well, you know, whatever. It's,
2: like, it's multiple, like, it's not a dark room or a photo yeah. or a film and issue. I think he tells
1: her, like, oh, you need a new camera, and it's, like, Dick, that's not no. the camera doing that, like... Right, Clearly something's afoot something's here. Something's
2: going, going, <laughs> um, <laughs> going awry.
1: Yeah. And, you know, before before John moves in, Clifford actually goes back to the property, I think, to just kind of give it a once over before mm-hmm. John moves in. And mm-hmm. while he's in the house, he's by himself, or so he thinks. Right. And he, fe- he not feels, he hears.
2: He hears footsteps. Footsteps. Up upstairs, in the attic.
1: Up in the attic. Yeah. You know, where those bomb-ass windows are.
2: I love <laughs> <time>. Right. <laughs>
1: so he goes up in the attic. And this was one of the things that scared me the most in the original Amityville horror. And it's just because it's gross. Mm
2: -hmm. It's
1: like a gross out fear. I'm like, oh, God, like it makes my skin crawl are the flies.
2: Yeah. Which are like. Yeah, the flies are extreme.
1: Yeah. There's a ton of flies in the attic and they like swarm him, Mm -hmm. which I think happens in The Exorcist, too. There's something with like demonic possession and like there's a lot of like flies. Yeah. Flies,
2: moths bees yeah locusts you see, you see yeah you see a lot of that stuff in these movies
1: so it, it, so the I'm fly pleasant. the flies to me are this one of the scarier things of the franchise just because it's gross like yeah it's fucking gross yeah <laughs> um and the the flies swarm him and and he ends up i i don't know how they kill him but well right like,
2: like i figured that he would have you know bite marks or something but he doesn't he doesn't and he gets out of the attic
1: Yeah, and he falls
2: on the, uh, where the, like, not balcony, but like like a landing almost. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where the stairs come up. Yeah,
1: and he falls on that, and I mean, his face and everything is covered in flies, but he's not being bit, so I'm just thinking maybe he died of being grossed out, because I know I would. (laughs) I would just curl up and be like, I'm grossed out. Ashley
2: just just gets a shock death. She's just shocked.
1: My mom has this thing, like, we'll be driving. If I take my mom out, we'll be driving, and if we pass, like, a swamp or something. The topic always comes up, and I don't know why, but she's always like, God, if we ever went off the road into that swamp, I would just open my mouth and drown myself, because I don't even want to (laughs) live. She's like, I don't even want to live after being in water like that, and I'm like, really?
2: really? That's A bit extreme. Oh, like there's no like alligators or anything. Right? Like,
1: she's like, yeah, but it's disgusting. And I'm like, you can take a shower. Like, you, right? can, you know, like, it's... But she's just like, no, I would just open my mouth and just be done. And I'm like, okay, good to know.
2: Like, right. She just doesn't want to live just, after she fell into that as well. Yeah,
1: just information. Right. Information. right. I'm just yes. going to keep locked away and just right? <laughs> think about from time to time. Um, John, John comes to the house and he finds he Clifford. Finds he finds Clifford's body and in what will now be the second of many well, oh, well, kind of moment. Right? He's like, well, that's he, peculiar. He <sighs> anyway like he
2: died from, like, a stroke or a heart attack or something. Yeah. So he has that taken care of. So this is... Like <laughs> well, he gets the body removed. So
1: this is, like, the second weird thing that's happened in the fucking 14 hours since he's agreed to buy the house between then and moving in is, like, the real estate agent died and also the pictures of the real estate agent that were developed are all, like, creepy as shit. Right. Like, would, I mean... Sure, if you got a steal on it, like if you got that house for a really good deal, I, I personally would probably be like, you know, what? I'm going to persevere and I'm going to push through, and if anything else happens, I'll. But at the same time, I'd also be like, oh, maybe this wasn't the best investment. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I'd be thinking, but he doesn't. He's just like, no, no he's
2: just like, okay, because like he he makes his living on just, um proven these people that, that do this wrong and yeah. it's all just a hoax yeah so of course he's super skeptical about yeah. everything that it, every when little it comes thing to the paranormal even
1: though melanie who's just as skeptical is like she's ah, like i'm seeing some weird. evidence yeah, here and like, there
2: that weird things are happening
1: um he he's so confident in it in fact that he brings susan over to choose her bedroom yeah for when she stays with him and she ultimately chooses the attic Which I'm like, yeah, she's like, you know, she's like, there's something unique about this room. And I'm like, yes, those windows, those (laughs) windows are awesome. Those windows are super cool. I love those creepy ass windows. I love them. And, um, I just, I have it written down because I thought it was so funny that she went, you know, Aunt Becky went from sleeping in the attic at the Amityville house to sleeping in Danny Tanner's attic during Full <laughs> House. All right. I was like, ah, I love it.
2: Ah, good for her. Oh,
1: man. I like to think that Susan, Susan is like a younger Aunt Becky and she just oh, like- she is. Well, she just <laughs> like moved away and changed her name. She's no longer Susan. She, and so, now she's
2: Becky. <laughs> yeah, now she's
1: just Becky. Um, and the, the thing that happens next, it, it was a little confusing because, I mean, it's been a really long time since I've watched the original Amityville horror, mm-hmm. um, is th- whatever is haunting the house, I always thought was limited to the to house. To the
2: house. I didn't yes. Think it, I
1: didn't think it okay, so straight
2: outside the house. I don't recall necessarily the, ver- the very first one. However, I think that entire movie was pretty much at the house. At the house. The remake uh, in 2005 with Reynolds there. I remember specifically, they would take him away from the house, and he got better. Yeah, <laughs> like he felt much better. Yeah. It was literally it restricted was in to the, house. the house. So as soon as you leave the house, you're no longer crazy. Yeah, or going crazy or whatever you want to it's, call it.
1: it. Whatever's haunting the house, whatever demonic or evil thing is haunting the house, it. it it's limited to it, does not, it doesn't. It, follow. it it's it's doesn't follow. It's not like that part
2: of paranormal activity crap where it follows the person, the, the person around. For, yeah, it stays from, in the house.
1: Yeah, it's it cannot leave the house. It's limited yeah. to the house. But we see in this movie that they kind of break that rule somehow. They sure do because the entity now is following mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like John goes to his office. Yep. And he's in the elevator, mm-hmm. and the elevator all of a sudden... Yeah, and... it starts malfunctioning. Well, it, like, shoots him up. Yeah. And then and drops down him again. down, like, Tower of Terror shit. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, man. I was right? like, that, oh looks, like that looks fun as hell. Tower of <laughs> Terror is, like, one of my favorite rides. Um, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so it, like, it it follows him to work. Um, I think... Doesn't it doesn't, like, follow somebody else. It like,
2: follows Melanie at a certain point, too. Yes. But... but Melanie is experiencing, while he is at work, she's experience, She's actually in the house. Yes, Melanie, so... She's doing whatever in the house, I don't know.
1: John, John and She's tells,
2: experiencing some bizarre things going on, which makes sense, Yeah. she's in the house. Yeah,
1: so, like, John tells... So, John makes it out of the elevator. He doesn't get killed in the elevator, but no. it, the elevator is, like, fucked up. So, they get John out they of get there. Him out, yeah. Like, the, the rescue crew or whatever gets him out. He's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, whatever. Again, not thinking, like, hey, that's weird, I just bought this haunted-ass house. So <laughs> Didn't
2: put the two together. Yeah,
1: like, there's no... There's no Connecting line there. He just he's just going. Well, that was weird. What are, <laughs> Mondays, am I right? All right. So so he tells Melanie. Melanie's basically trying to explain to him like, listen, like. Well, know. he
2: finds her and she's like
1: cowering in the corner. Well, this is this is after she. So he tells her to go to the house. Yeah. So while Melanie's there. You know, she's hearing the footsteps. She's
2: yeah. um,
1: like the door. The doors won't open. Like she, yeah. she goes to leave. She goes weird to leave, and like yeah, the weird shit's happening. And she runs into—is it like a housekeeper or something? Yes. Okay. John has like a housekeeper. Yeah. There, I don't know like what her role is. She. It's like the first. It's the only time we see her.
2: She's yeah. She's a housekeeper, and yeah, I and she leaves after that, and you don't see her again. Yeah.
1: So they have like the jump scare where like Melanie, Melanie opens a door. And the housekeeper, who's equally freaked out because apparently she's experiencing some shit too, too. is, like, ready to knock Melanie out with, like, a banister or something. Yeah, yeah. And and they kind of laugh over the fact that, like, oh, we just scared the shit out of each other. Right. But then the housekeeper leaves and Melanie's, like, really reluctant to let her go. She's like, you know, are you sure you have to go? And she's like, yeah, he'll be home soon. Like, whatever. He's leaving the office soon. And the housekeeper leaves. I think it was like Dolores or something. I don't know. Actually, I think it was Dolores. Nice. Yeah. My memory is, my memory. I thought was starting to go, but it's getting better. Mm. Um, go me. <laughs> so she leaves. It's all that ginkgo.
2: <laughs>
1: and and Melanie is now in the house. And like, again, shit starts happening. Like yeah. the house gets really cold. Yep. You know, she, she goes to go down the basement and like decides against it. And she closes the door, but all of a sudden the door like blasts open and she's getting yeah, like sprayed with like, ice. Like Yeah. she's like, right? it, yeah, she's getting sprayed with like icy, cold, whatever, like vapor or something. <laughs> yeah. The power goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, she, And the thing that gets me is like when the housekeeper, when the housekeeper left and she was like super reluctant, it's like, no one's holding a gun to your head. You can leave too. Like just because this asshole told you to meet him at his house doesn't mean you actually have to like. Stay there. Yeah, I would just, like, put it. Or in, go inside. Yeah, I would just, like, wait out in my car. Or, yeah. like, be like, you know what? Call me when you get home, and, like, we'll meet at a restaurant uh, right. or something. We'll yeah. meet at a public... Like, it's like a first date. We're gonna meet at a public place right. with other <laughs> yeah. people around. Um, <coughs> but she, like, she stays in this house, and when John gets home, she... Like you said, she's cowering. Yeah. And she's, like, freaking the fuck out.
2: Yeah, wicked bad.
1: Um, And she runs out of the house screaming. And, and she,
2: again, <coughs> she's trying to convince him that... There's something with the house or something in the house or something weird about it or off or just whatever.
1: And he approaches her like the next day at the office to talk to her about it. And she's, and she's telling him, she's like, you know, the power went out. There was something weird happening. He's like, well, when I got home, all the lights were on. And she's like, yeah, but I'm telling you what I saw and what I experienced. Right. Like there is something wrong with your house. And again, he's just like, nah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I got
1: got this for $15,000. I'm going to, I'm going to tough it out. I'm going to deal with it. Um, while John is, I'm assuming at work, Susan and Lisa, Come to the house because Lisa really wants to see that. Lisa house.
2: was totally into it. Yeah, Lisa. It like, ooh, yeah,
1: spooky. <laughs> spooky. Lisa's all about this house. Oh, and, yeah. And she really wants to see it. And Susan is like a little reluctant because, like, her dad's not home. She's not supposed to be, like, you know, walking Wand- around the house. Wandering
2: around. Yeah. You know, they, I think
1: they had like cut school to go look at it or something. Right. Yeah. And they t- What I thought was so funny is like, there's there's a part where I'm like, I was kind of like, would I be friends with someone like Lisa? Like, she says a couple of things that I'm like, it's like, that's a red flag in a friendship. Like when she's like, when she's like, you know, she's like, you can have sex with a ghost. I've been reading
2: up on it. Oh yeah. And You're I'm
1: like, like oh, why yeah. were you reading
2: go up on it? <laughs> lots of women have had sex with ghosts and apparently it's great.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, that's, like, what? like is that someone I really want to hang out with? I don't know. Um, but they're going from, they're going like from, you know, bottom to top on this house. Like, yeah. you know, they're walking around and, and Lisa starts like recapping, the actual murders that took place. She does, place. Like,
2: yeah. She's like, oh, you know, two gunshots went off in here. Then he walks upstairs to the, the kids' room. Yeah, and shoots and the kid. Yeah, like he's literally, or she's literally going over every detail yeah. of the murders that happened now, like bear 10 in, years ago. Now, bear in
1: mind, they're supposed to be teenagers. They're in high school. And from the math that I did, this movie is nine years removed from this, like, the Amityville house... It's an actual crime scene. Like, in real yes. life, away from the movies... Yes, it's like, actu- that actually... That it's is It's an factual. actual crime scene. Yeah. Like, a, a guy killed his parents and his siblings in the house, yeah. like, in the 70s. And yep. then the family that moved in after was experiencing the paranormal shit. But, like, right. so here we... And here we are. So they're teenagers. That happened in, like, the the actual murder happened in the... 74. This takes place in 83, so it's nine years. Yeah. How does this teenager who... This murder happened, like, nine years earlier. How does she
2: know so much about it? I, I would be like, um... Well, let's see. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Say she's probably, like, 17. Okay. Okay? So, the murders happened nine years prior to that, which would make her eight. Um... So no eight she,
1: year old should know that much about.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sure she didn't know about it when it happened at the time. Okay, so she probably like researched it after the fact or something. You know, kind of like she read we the do. microfiche. Yeah, she <laughs> read the microfiche. Yeah, so she probably just looked into it like after the fact or something because you know, since they're obviously you know New Yorkers, they probably there was probably information out there yeah. about this mass murder that yeah. <laughs> happened.
1: I just like the fact that she's going from room to room. And she's like, and then he did this. I'd be like, Bitch, were you there? Like, oh, what right, <laughs> right. the fuck are you talking about? Right. Um, so, you know, and, and they go down to the basement and they are looking at the well, like, because the well is very loosely boarded up. It's not safe at all. Um, and at which point, John comes home and is like, Hey, like, don't fall in that well and, like, uh, maybe come upstairs.
2: Yeah. Why are you not in school? Yeah. Like, and
1: and she's like, "Oh, you know, like whatever, like teacher strike or something." And he's like, "Again?" So this is, yeah. (laughs) That is what she says. Oh, this
2: is teacher strike again,
1: again. Yeah. Um, Meg Ryan, though, or Lisa is is not content with just taking a tour of the house. She's got bigger plans that we're going to get into. But um, but poor Melanie, Melanie who's like Melanie who's looking through. All these pictures. More photos. She's looking through all her developed pictures. And what I thought was so funny, she thinks she sees something. Yeah. And she gets a magnifying glass to, like, check it out. And the magnifying glass shows in, like, all of the pictures. There's this, like, creepy demon face. And mm. I'm like, how did you... The thi- It looks monstrous on the magnifying glass, so I can only assume that it was actually kind of big in the picture. And I'm like, how did you not see that? Like...
2: Uh my <laughs> eyes is weird. <laughs> my eyes would
1: automatically go to that big ass demon face in the corner. All right went, huh? What's that? Mm-hmm. But it's in all the pictures. It is. And she goes to. I don't know if she's going to the house. I don't know if she's going to find John to
2: like tell him. Like, I feel some... like she was probably going to find John. Yeah, but she's in a car. She's she in, a car in a car.
1: And again, with the entity or whatever, being is... outside of the house. Yeah.
2: So we're coming up to like one of our first actual 3D moments, which was you know. well we're like an an hour into the movie at this point and
1: bear in (laughs) mind like no no deaths or anything have occurred since Clifford no there's been some like weird weird like paranormal shit but like actual murders yeah Yeah. so
2: So, does she just like set on fire the car malfunctions like her brakes malfunction but why did she set on fire um (laughs) Because
1: because the Ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. Um at one point like her brakes malfunction while
2: she's driving. Right. And
1: her car careens into the back of it looks like a like a utility it's a truck. Truck that has and like it's got poles, metal like, poles. Metal pol-
2: like like, lead pipes. Something that looks yeah. like a lead pipe.
1: And a few go through the windshield, but none, none hit her. Like, but it yeah, comes at the camera, through, which is...
2: Comes at the camera, goes, like, through the middle of the windshield, but she's obviously to the... Yeah. The left of it. Yeah. She's driving, but... And for whatever reason, like, her doors won't open either. and yeah. And
1: somehow yeah. a, a fire starts
2: in yeah, the car. makes no sense. And it actually looked like the fire started on her. Yeah. Like, it's like her, her arm, her yeah. sleeve, just, like... Bursts into flames. Yeah. It's like, okay. All right. And then... Now she can't get out.
1: Yeah, she can't get so out. She's on she's fire. Large.
2: She's on fire. And yeah, she, she continues to be on fire. Yeah. She's on fire for quite some time. <laughs> for for a while, it was a very long scene. <laughs> And then, uh... And just obviously the fire spreading and getting worse. Yeah.
1: And, uh, so, like, I think it's supposed to be, like, it's implied that it's the next morning. And yeah. this guy, like, pulls up and sees, like, this smoking car. Yeah. And he goes over and, like, opens the door and her, like, fleshy skeleton kind of... It's another 3D moment where it's, like, yes, the fleshy skeleton's hands out. are, like, meh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then the car, like, bursts into flames again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, how? <coughs> doesn't how does it make any sense? So, um, so Melanie is unfortunately dead before she gets a chance to warn John for the up upteenth time, right? Like his house and is hot then her and shit. her
2: death was also ruled accidental. Yeah, because you know, you get into a car accident, your car could go up in flames, so nobody yeah. would know. Yeah, like if it actually was the car or just mysterious flames up showing up on your. Peacoat,
1: yeah, (laughs)
2: peacoat, a trench coat, the (laughs) The trench coat, yeah.
1: The the investigate. I think that's why they had trench coats because they're investigative journalists. They have to have trench coats. Um,
2: Yeah. So, so you know, at this point, so John, so every, so everybody just rules her death an accident, and everybody just assumes that's what it is, including John again. Yeah. Who's still oblivious about literally everything? Um.
1: So, so we don't see John for a while because the the next scene is it's Susan, Lisa, and like two two friends of theirs. Yeah. They go back to the house. Now we are getting some cuts to Nancy, who's Susan's mom, who's telling Yes. She's telling She doesn't
2: want her to be Yeah, there. she's telling
1: Susan, like, I don't want you at that house. Like something horrible happened at that house. I'm not okay with you being in a house where a bunch of people got murdered. Yeah. And and she tell she makes Susan promise, like, do not go back there. Yeah. And Susan's like, okay. But she goes back. But right then here. she goes back. <laughs> typical teenager, yeah. she goes back anyway. You know. Um and she goes with Lisa and their two guy friends because the guys wanna see the place now. They're yeah. like, Yeah, we wanna see the murder house, whatever. And they make, like, a makeshift Ouija board. Yes. With, like, pieces of paper and a glass. Yes. And they are up in the attic in in what will, what I'm assuming is going to be Susan's bedroom yes. if she ultimately lives there a with riot. the creepy-ass windows, which I'm like, good good call. Um, they're doing, like, they're doing, like, a seance slash Ouija board thing up in the attic. And they're asking, like, joking questions. Like, you know, what color panties is Lisa wearing? And, like, the guys yeah. and, and,
2: and, and goofy as shit. Yeah.
1: And, like, then they start asking, like, you know, is there, like, a spirit here who wants to communicate? And it's, like, yes. And, of course, they're doing the typical, like, you're pushing it. No, you're pushing it. Like, you're yeah, pushing it. Not um, crap. <laughs> and then they start asking, like, more, like, like, Lisa goes, like, right, again, like, with the red flags and a friendship, but she's, like... Is anybody like not going to survive this year? And I'm like, bitch, yeah, what? Like, like, what, are you doing doing, what are you doing? What are you doing? I think doing? she's just trying to
2: freak everybody out.
1: Yeah. And even, even Susan's like, don't ask it that. Like, <laughs> right. Like, don't, like, what a you thing to. Yeah.
2: <laughs> why would you do that?
1: But then Lisa gets a little bit more specific. She's like, is anybody in this room in danger? Yes. And the thing starts spelling Susan. Yeah. And before it finishes, like, the glass goes flying. It goes
2: flying, yeah. And they
1: blame Susan. And Susan's like, I didn't fucking do it. Like, right? Like, <laughs> like, uh... Why the fuck would I do it? Um. But that's the end of the the Ouija thing. And then because they're still at the house and because this is a essentially a mansion, there is, like, a boating area yeah. behind the house. They have yeah, a boat. Yeah, there's
2: a deck and everything. So. Yeah, there's,
1: like, a little boat house. There's, like, a little, like, you know, motorboat that... Ultimate, and I'm like, does anybody actually know how to like pilot this thing? Like, (laughs) seems like it'd be kind of difficult, but okay, (laughs) Eh, like you know, can't be that bad. Teenagers making bad choices, but Uh, they they decide to take the boat out for a joyride. Yep, and
2: in like choppy, choppy waters, in choppy waters, yeah,
1: Um, because there's like a lake right behind the
2: house.
1: And Nancy Nancy is at her house, and, you know, Susan was supposed to come home right after school. She doesn't. She's calling around, and then she's like, I think I know where she is. Yeah, and so she
2: goes over to the house. She goes over to the house.
1: And what I thought was funny is, like, we see her going into the house, and in the background is the boat kind of, like going around the water. And yeah. Everything seems fine. Like, yeah. It seems totally fine. And she goes in the house and she's also hearing like the footsteps mm-hmm. and experiencing like the Weird creepiness. things
2: and this and that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So at one point, like she's in a room and she hears the front door open yeah. and she goes over and it's Susan. Susan's in the house and Susan is soaking, drenched. like drenched, soaking wet. Yep. And she's not talking. Nope. And she just starts going up the stairs. Yep. And, and Nancy's like, you know, Hey, I'm talking to you. And Susan just keeps on going up the stairs. Just keeps walking up the, keeps stairs. Walking the stairs, and and she's like, you know, Susan, I'm like, I'm talking to you, right? And she starts following up the stairs. Well, then Susan goes into her room in the attic, and the door just closes. Mm-hmm. John is now coming home from like a grocery shopping trip. Yeah. And as he's walking up to the front door, he sees
2: the the kids, the kids carrying a body, carrying from the a boat. body from the boat. Yeah.
1: And. He goes down, and it's Susan, and yeah. she's she and had she's, fallen
2: overboard. And she's she's dead. not alive. She, yeah, she's, she's very... We'll just assume that she drowned. She drowned. Yeah.
1: Um, and, like, the ambulance shows up. Nancy hears the ambulance. She comes outside. She goes down to where the kids are, and she doesn't believe that it's Susan because, like, she's, like... She saw her. Yeah, she's, like, she's in the house. She's like, I just house. saw That's her. definitely not her. She's up in her room. Like, I just saw her. And yep. she has... She proceeds to have, like, a mental break. Yeah. And John, again like, now you have, like, fucking three deaths tied to this house. Like, maybe not conclusively, but, like, all this shit happened since you moved in. I think it's time to call Zillow and put it <laughs> on the market. Like, I think it's right? <laughs> I think it's time I think it's time to to have Zillow put it up on the on the market again. I think, yeah. it, I think it's time to go. So Susan is dead. Nancy refuses. Nancy
2: to, does not believe it. Nancy bit. doesn't, and, yeah. And, and, and that, like, just kind of stretches through the like the rest of the film. Yeah, so is that she be-
1: she refuses to believe that Susan... even though is she there. hasn't
2: seen Susan again since that one bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, and she's and she won't go to the which funeral. which I guess would
2: be very confusing. Let's yeah. be honest.
1: Yeah, like I just saw my yeah, she daughter. Didn't,
2: she doesn't go to the funeral because she doesn't believe it's her. Yeah, it's she's just... strange. So strange.
1: Um, but John stays in the fucking house because yep. Nancy now refuses to leave the house. She won't leave the house because she believes Susan is there somewhere. Um. So, at one point, John enlists the help of a, I don't know if he's, like, a scientist or a doctor. He was part of he's their, a like... a paranormal
2: investigator. He is a doctor, I guess. Yeah.
1: So, he he's basically... Dr. Elliot West. <laughs> Elliot. Um, <laughs> he's he's basically, like, part of their, part of the team that him and Melanie worked on to expose, like, this couple All the doing the seance. Yeah. yeah. This guy's, he's, he's basically the guy that they go to when they need a scientific explanation for, like, things that can't be explained. Right. And... He's telling Elliot, like, you know, I know that our whole thing is, like, we expose fraudulent. But there is, like, something going on. There's something happening here. I need you. I need the team to, like, go in there
2: and figure this out.
1: And they do the whole Zach Baggins, Ghost Hunters, like, like yeah, they do the whole crazy setup. With, like, and his the, team is, like, huge.
2: Yeah. There's, like, 15 there's, people. There's, like, yeah,
1: there's a ton of people. And there's a ton of equipment. And yeah. they all go in there, and they set up, like, the night vision, they got, like, the boom mics, they've got fucking every the heat tons of Like, stuff. the heat sensors, yep. like, the body temperature thingies, like, yep. it's fucking insane. And it's, like, room and room and room, like, just filled with, like, all this paranormal equipment. Oh, yeah, it's massive. And, it's um. Tons of stuff. So they, you know, they set up, they set up, uh, Nancy is sitting in Susan's bedroom. Yes. And they're like, okay, Nancy, like you just stay there and like, we're gonna, we're gonna monitor you or whatever. And they're kind of like, it's getting late into the night and they're cutting from, nothing's really happening. They're cutting from like camera to camera to camera. Yeah. Um, and at one point, much like the beginning of the movie with the green glowing orb, we now get a purple glowing orb. Yep. Because why not?
2: And... It's an easy effect to accomplish.
1: Yeah, and it is. <laughs>
2: and it it's inexpensive.
1: And it's talking, and it sounds like Susan. Susan. Yep. So Nancy gets
2: up to follow this purple, this talking purple orb. Yeah. Down the stairs, and
1: and the rest of the team is capturing it. Like on, they see yeah, it. Everyone they get sees it. it. Everyone like, sees like it's not it. just like a fucking like I don't know what she's talking about. Like John sees it. John, mm-hmm. John, this clueless fuck finally sees evidence that like oh shit the house is haunted. Like mm-hmm. uh oh. Um. And it leads Nancy, John, and Elliot, who's now following it as well. It goes into the basement. Yep. And it goes to the well, the well, the loosely covered well. Yeah. Just a a liability nightmare. Um, And I think it's Elliot. Like you know, he gets down next to the well. The water. The 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 one that's
2: trying to reveal. Yeah,
1: he wants to reveal whatever it is. The water is bubbling. It's It's like glowing. glowing. It's like (laughs) It's, it's. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Pretty sci-fi, I guess. Yeah, I it's like
1: somebody threw like some glow sticks and a lush bath bomb in there, and just like it's like right, and it's insane. just a jacuzzi. <laughs> you know, they turn
2: the bubbles on. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> and you know, and he's like, I-, I don't know what the hell he's saying, but he's trying to get the the spirit to.
2: Come out. Well, he's trying to release Susan, I guess.
1: Yeah, he thinks that he can rescue Susan, but come on, Susan's
2: dead. Susan like, is dead.
1: Her fun- <laughs> her funeral has already happened. Like, do yeah, you not yeah. know what happens when you raise the dead? Bad things happen, right? <laughs> um, like bad shit happens when you raise the dead. You um, know, um,
2: they had to go somewhere with it.
1: <laughs> so, you know, we're expecting like, and and something is like coming out of the water, and it looks like a girl. Like, it looks like a yeah. female. It's got like long hair, and yep. you're thinking like, oh, it's, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be you're Susan. It's not Susan. No, it's um
2: a thing. It's like a wormy. It's a demon. It's a
1: demon.
2: I mean, I guess that's probably the best term for what it was. Let's it we'll just go with monster.
1: It's it's, it's, it's a, sp- a monster thing. It's a spirit Halloween prop. Yeah, and it comes yeah. out of the
2: water, and it's he stepped on the pad the right exact way, so it pops through.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and it spits in the the doctor Elliot's face, and like his face starts melting, which I thought was yeah, I thought that was, was funny.
2: I thought that was so nice. <laughs> like he's breathing, like he's got like fire breathers. So- like like a, a dragon just popped out of the the well, yeah. and now like what? Okay, <laughs> all right, so- that's fine. Grabs at the doctor. Yeah and pulls him in
1: pulls him into the water fantastic and and he's <laughs> but as he's like getting ready to like drown with this thing he's telling them like get out of the house like right. you, you got to get out of the house and as this is happening the house starts like collapsing on
2: itself yes like so, furniture goes flying windows it's like crushing
1: and... some of the team yeah, like there's team windows, on this paranormal breaking, group that are getting crushed are
2: getting, you know falling down yeah they're all they're all dying
1: the roof is the roof is caving in on <laughs> the itself the roof is
2: on fire the roof is on
1: fire <laughs> the windows are the creepy windows in the attic are flashing and mm-hmm. glowing and you know and john and nancy are trying to get the hell out of there but they get to dodge like all this falling shit yeah. all, the, all this like furniture going flying across and then the didn't room they,
2: they got locked in like they couldn't open the door yeah
1: the doors wouldn't open for a little bit and then like it it did the same thing it did to melanie where it's like blasting them with like
2: cold cold vapor and and... then it was like snowing and ice and stuff
1: yeah and then i mean it it just escalates so goddamn quickly it does um it goes from like the purple bouncing orb to (laughs) to just like absolute chaos in, in five seconds but they do ultimately get out And I think I think a few team members get out as well, and they're all just some some of them do. They don't
2: all die, but a good a good chunk 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 of them them do. do, Yeah,
1: but they're getting the hell out of there, and the house just essentially explodes, like implodes, implodes, explodes, kind of falls
2: onto itself, essentially, and like that's it. (laughs) That's it. That's it. But then we pan, you know, so so Nancy and uh, John get out. So then we pan back to the well, and there you have another fly, yeah, coming up. Yeah, and the water's still kind
1: of bubbling and a little bit. It's kind of bit. bubbling,
2: and the fly's glowing green or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like a 3D. It's supposed to be a 3D. It's effect. supposed to be a it's 3D terrible. thing. Yeah, it's, it's not very good. Um, they put they put it in in post, and just did, they ran out of budget, and they were like, yeah, whatever. Just throw a fly in there. Um, but that's that's Amityville.
2: Yeah, it was Amityville pretty boring. Thing. Yeah, it, it was pretty boring for the most part. <laughs> it wasn't scary. The 3D effects were minimal, yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Um. So what do we have for a kill count? Because I I didn't necessarily count all, like, the... uh,
1: I didn't count the paranormal team because there were so many. There were so many of them. There were so many. I counted four. I had four. Yeah.
2: So we have... um, We have Clifford. Clifford. Melanie. Melanie. Susan. Susan. Um, and then and Dr. the doctor yeah, yeah so we got four hey I hey,
1: finally. on something <laughs> all right it only took 3 seasons right <laughs> um yeah i didn't count the paranormal team i'm sure it's more with them but we didn't even know how many there were to begin with so who, i, I just well
2: right yeah. yeah i mean there was really no way to know cuz there were so many of them
1: um and i i did i did finalize this with because he had just bought the house i i did want to know do you think he had good homeowner's insurance before i that? hope so <laughs> I think he's going to be able to recover from that one. I don't know. (laughs) I'm never going to be able to financially recover from this. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, So that is Amityville 3D. And, I mean, it's forgettable. It's
2: horribly forgettable. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's a a see it once, you don't need to see it again kind of thing, even though it's got a pretty great cast. Um, Yeah. But – Steph, what would you? What would you? Before we get into some like tidbits about this movie, what would you give it for a star rating? Two. I'd say the same. I'd give it two, just because I love Aunt Becky and Meg Ryan.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean Aunt Becky and Meg Ryan, they were definitely a plus. Um, there were a few parts that made me laugh out loud. Just, like, <laughs> there were a just the of insane. goofy parts, yeah. the insanity. Um, but as a whole, forgettable, not scary. Yeah. Um, if I saw it in three D, I probably would have been like, "Well, that was lame." Yeah. Um, oh, I
1: can just picture us walking out of the theater being pissed.
2: Yeah. Like, I just paid $18 for that. Although it's
1: 1983, <laughs> so movies were like two bucks,
2: three bucks. Probably cheaper than that. Five bucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Way cheaper than that. Regardless. <laughs> but regardless, what a waste. Yeah. Um, You know, it's a. The franchise itself, I don't think holds up, but Me the story of the house is pretty intense. Yeah. So um, it's an interesting story. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah. But interesting.
1: Fascinating, but tragic. Fascinating. Um, but, but, uh, you know, do you have any like tidbits that you'd like to share about this movie or the, well, the franchise or anything?
2: <clears throat> do I? <laughs> do I ever. <laughs> all right. So first of all, we have an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, critic consensus, gimmicky, Amityville retrend with insufferable characters.
1: I wouldn't say insufferable. I wouldn't say insufferable. I liked Susan. I felt bad for I it. liked
2: the Melanie. Yeah, like Melanie she was, was good John Melanie, was John was atrocious John,
1: John sucked John deserved every awful thing that happened to him Melanie was great Susan was great Lisa
2: questionable friend mm, questionable friend, friend but, but didn't fun didn't hate the character but yeah fun. it was a fun character would I
1: party with Lisa yes would I want to go to brunch with her no probably not like
2: yeah <laughs> uh, Variety Row new cast of characters and the addition of 3D uh, dies how did I write this <laughs> dies to pump new life into this tired genre Chatter is not tired how horror, dare you horror
1: is never a it's actually, tired it's just, genre it's just
2: getting better by the year it really by is uh, New York Times first two films exhausted most opportunities for action yeah it's a haunted house like there's so many opportunities but whatever third is liable to average half a dozen Ex- exposition scenes for every eventful episode I don't even know how that makes sense <laughs> 3D exposition is the stuff in which headaches are made <laughs>
1: I mean that's fair, it's fair.
2: um, the footage tends to be so dark you can barely tell whether it's night or day. I'd have to agree with that. It was released theatrically, um really, yeah, so I was having a hard time trying to find the budget on this one um according to i m d b It's estimated to be about six million, which uh this type of movie back in the eighties, probably probably about roughly. Um, It grows 6.3. <laughs> so it didn't really do good. <laughs> Last film in the series to beat theatric- bleh, theatrically released. Till, of course, the 2005 remake with Ryan Reynolds. Um,
1: I think they're making a new one, too.
2: I, don't I would not be surprised yeah. one bit. Um, so there was some interesting stuff about this. So this particular story, John... Was based off, loosely, loosely based off of um, this guy named Stephen Kaplan.
1: Okay, I think I, I've heard that name before.
2: American Paranormal Investigator and vi- Vampirologist. I don't know where that came from. You can get a degree in that. Like, I feel like he made it up. <laughs> Um, he actually died in 95. Oh. Um, but founder slash director of the Vampire Research Center and the Parapsychology Institute of America. That's funny. Um. How do I get a job there? My job's boring. I don't feel I want like a it this anymore. My job's boring. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> right? Like, I think they put the vampirism in there just to be like, oh, well, we have to make it, like, different from all the other ones. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, prominent skeptic of the alleged Amityville horror hauntings. Fair point. Yeah. Well, it's you fair. know. Um. His his overview of the house uh, was the basis for the film, um, and it basically chronicles his attempt to prove the story as a hoax. Okay. Um, so Lutz, um,
1: that's now that's, that's the, the fi-
2: family that moved in after all the murders in '70s, and they're the
1: ones. Yeah, they're the ones who allege that shit was going crazy, like the walls were bleeding or whatever. It's like yes, yeah. Like George and yeah. Kathy, I think. George yes. And Kathy Lutz.
2: Yes. Okay. I'm trying to find that's okay, names, but um, that sounds very that sounds correct. Yeah. Um, they requested Kaplan and his associates to investigate the home. Yeah. I mean, they were only there a month before they fleed anyway.
1: Did the Warrens investigate the house? They sure
2: fucking did. <laughs> um, so Kaplan claims that uh, Lutz asked about a fee for the services, right? Yeah. So obviously, like, what would it cost? He advised that there would be no charge, but if the story is a hoax and they find it. The public will know. Yeah. (laughs) Shortly thereafter, Lutz canceled the investigation. Shocking, (laughs) right? Shocking. So, okay, so yeah, there it is. George and Kathleen Lutz uh, claimed the cap uh, claimed Kaplan's credentials did not check out. Right. also Kaplan claimed to hold a PhD that he did not actually have. I don't know how actual, you know how truthful this stuff is. I mean
1: the guy saying that he's majoring in like vampirism or whatever, I, I'd <laughs> well, be a little skeptical too. Well
2: I feel like on everybody his, involved on the page, is awful. <laughs> he had a, he has a bachelor's in like I can't remember exactly, but like maybe sociology. Okay. And then a master's in something, but I didn't say anything else other than that. Okay. So regular degrees, you know. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Um, and this was not the first time they were questioned either. Um, so Ed and Lorraine Warren, my
1: heroes, (laughs) I love them.
2: Why? Because they're great. They're also, never mind. They're con artists, but it's great. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So at least we can agree agree on that. Oh yeah. No, I just just think they're great. (laughs) So, um, so this is super funny because, so Kaplan went around, um, basically proving all these paranormal activity stuff was, were fake, you know, whereas the Warrens lived off of that shit, right? Oh yeah. I've been to The
1: Conjuring House. I know what's up. (laughs) I took a tour of The Conjuring House. They have
2: the museum (laughs) over down in Monroe, Connecticut. Um, Okay, so they defended themselves when they were questioned about the horror conspiracy because obviously, you know, they can't be proven as frauds, even though they were proven over and over and over and over again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, There was some other stuff here. So... um, I had a lot of information in regards to like the actual house itself yeah. so this movie um, the Lutzes uh, actually tried to sue over it
1: this they tried to sue like the producers of this movie yeah
2: there was a lawsuit between the Lutz family and the Dino de Laurentis is it because um, over that over couple the in the line.
1: beginning are they supposed to be based on the Lutzes I like, don't know yeah
2: so like I don't necessarily think so um, so basically they 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 sued over it or tried to. Um, because this story was basically that story. Yeah. You know? Um, however, not once in the film did they mention the Lutz's. at They all. don't
1: mention them at all. At they They all. mention the original family that the, li- the, lived the, and died there. The, exactly. The DeFeos.
2: Yes. Um, it wasn't initially promoted as a sequel. The names Lutz was never used in the film. Um, it does make reference to the original Amityville story, which is the DeFeos, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see.
1: And for those of you who aren't familiar with the history of the Amity House, it's it's a real house in Amityville, New
2: York. Yeah, it's um, on like what Southern Long Island?
1: Yeah, it's it's just outside of New York, New York City, and I believe it's just outside of New York City. And back in the 70s, this I think it's like Ronald DeFeo Jr. or something. Yes, had like either like a psychotic break or whatever. Yes. Was on like LSD. I don't know. But he okay. he went into the house. He shot both of his parents and then he shot I think like uh, two brothers, two sisters. Yes, he, he basically and wiped 19... out a family annihilator. Yeah,
2: nineteen seventy four killed his parents, four youngest siblings in the home. Obviously knows Amnon Horb. Yeah, um, he was sentenced to serve six. Sentences of twenty five years to life. Yeah, he actually in died in He died in twenty one. Uh,
1: he died 2021, 2021, yeah, recently, yeah, recently, a couple years ago. Um, so um,
2: then George and Kathy let's moved in. Um, remained in the house for a month before fleeing, cited yeah. hauntings, demons, unexplained occurrences, shit like that. Yeah. Um,
1: but like people have lived there and have not experienced jack shit ever right, since. Right, like so, it's a totally normal house. Yeah,
2: I mean, I guess. So it's got to be creepy to move
1: into a place well, like it's that. Well, but... it's a, it's
2: an old colonial house. Yeah. I grew up in an old colonial house. Yeah. You would never be, it was never creepy because my mom kept that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> it was a gorgeous house, but like old colonial houses, are... a lot of them are, are on, you know, the East coast here, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. We got
2: a ton of them. Um, they're beautiful, Yeah, but they're creepy and old and every, it doesn't matter where you are. if. A pin drops, the floor creaks. Yeah, because it's a hundred plus years old. You blink the wrong way, and the, the... you get a brownout. <laughs> you know <laughs> things like that. Like it just happens. Um, they're super cool,
1: but yeah, and they're on the water too. So it's like when the weather's choppy, like exactly, shit's like go like, wrong, like right? the house is
2: going to sway a little <laughs> yeah. bit. You know, like, and all that wood has been there for you know a hundred, two, three, three hundred even years. So, um so DeFeo there, okay. So he I love this show was I know right it's <laughs> I love super this true, I love this true crime show, so he was sentenced like he went obviously went to prison. he died recently in twenty one twenty twenty one um he was deemed an antisocial disorder, which is basically the same thing that. Charlie Manson had any
1: any like mass murder or mass shooters they yeah. all have the antisocial stuff it's, it's the stuff. one thing they all have in common so basically
2: like no the house didn't tell you to do it
1: yeah he, he was just <laughs> he was just trying to get all like you know well get they were trying to it. give him like
2: a lenient sentence
1: like insanity plea but, by being like oh the house told me to do but it but
2: how weird is this though so he shoots all of his family right mm-hmm. when they were found they were all face down nobody heard a gunshot yeah okay because
1: he used a rifle that shit's loud it's so loud it doesn't
2: it, all guns are loud yeah
1: <laughs> like well I mean like you know like I mean back then there's like no silencers or anything he's not that too and like it's and... an old
2: colonial so there's no insulation yeah.
1: <laughs> how do the neighbors not hearing? exactly yeah. like
2: that's the weird part like nobody heard anything yeah like dead and night weird. no one hears that weird. Okay. weird okay yeah so I don't know about all that but um, fascinating fascinating story um, the house is not haunted. I refuse to believe the house is haunted.
1: Here's, here's my thing though. Cause I, I did want to talk about this and I talked about how much like the, the most like iconic thing about the Amityville house are the windows because everybody remembers that like, sh- like that scene in the original where like the fucking like angled windows in the attic are glowing red. And they look
2: like eyes. Yeah. And the, <laughs> yeah. And the
1: house is screaming like, get out while they're like, yeah. run, you know, they're, yeah. they're running out with all their, like their kids or whatever. And I think those windows are gorgeous. The people who live in the house now, or the people that that at some point they were changed. They changed, them. yeah. And you can Google it,
2: and they just look like regular windows. Yeah, I would and never you change that. I would never. I would really never change, change that.
1: that. And you can't, you can't see the, you can't see the house on Google Street View. They paid whoever owns it paid to have like the house blurred on Google Street View. And I went down this rabbit hole the other <laughs> night, which nice. I, I always tend to do. It's like two in the morning. I can't sleep. We're just like true crime rabbit hole, and. I've noticed that, like, a lot of, like, historic houses, be it for good reasons or bad reasons, like, there's the Goonies house. There's, like, you know, this house that was, like, the, you know, the backdrop of whatever movie.
2: The the Lizzie Borden house, which is now a bed and breakfast. I would love to stay there. And they, and they... it's. Full River, it's not far. Ashley. Yeah.
1: I, well, I, t- I took a tour of it a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, and I, ge- I genuinely enjoyed myself. It was super fun.
2: Um, but yeah, now now they're reaping the benefits of like, oh, it's a haunted bed yeah. and breakfast. Blah, and blah, like, blah, blah.
1: I, you know, I, and the the thing that pissed me off about this is like, this is maybe one of the most famous, and I'm doing air quotes, haunted houses in the country. Yeah. And it's also the scene of a pretty notorious crime. Oh yeah. And the people who I don't I don't want to blame the people who live there now. I think they only recently purchased the house. It might have been the people that live there like prior to the people now like the people who just sold it um like they they were like we don't want people taking pictures of our house from the street we don't want people parking outside the house which i get i I totally understand that i get it but and there's always a but you knew what the fuck you were buying yeah, you I mean, knew you, you knew what, what you, you were you, walking into, You knew yeah. what you were buying. You knew the history of the house. I don't care what fucking price you got it for. How cheap it was. I doubt. it. I mean, I, I think it, like I said it earlier, it sold for like eight hundred thousand. It's insane. It's a beautiful house. It's gorgeous. I don't think it's like that big either. I don't think so. it's a colonial. It's a colonial, but it does have a boat house. It's on the water. But it's, it's
2: exactly like being on the water. You're basically, just you're paying just for yeah. You're anyway. paying for
1: location. Yeah. more than you're paying for the house. But yeah. the people who the people who were like, no, we don't want anybody parking outside we don't want people driving by like we don't want to be on google street view i get it like i do I, i'm trying you knew to knew what you
2: were buying into though but, exactly
1: you knew exactly what you were buying and you knew that there were people that are like horror movie enthusiasts true crime enthusiasts don't get mad at all of us for being like. I want to go see the house. Like I don't want to. break... I'm not saying break in and fucking like. Stay yeah, open, like, like no. You should be able. To, you should be able to like drive by it and be like, hey, there's that. There's the Amityville house without having some like rich yuppie couple
0: be like, mm. get off our pr-
1: you know, not. Get off our property, but like, don't drive by our house. Like, fuck you. Like, the people who own the yeah. Goonies house apparently are total dicks now. For like, people like eighties <laughs> eighties movie fans that are like, oh, it's the Goonies house. Like, let's take a selfie in front of the Goonies house. Right. They fucking like, no, like, you're not allowed to take selfies. It's like, I'll take a selfie with you in the background yelling at me, and I'll post it. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> it reminds me. So I went to um, I went to California last year, and uh, we went to the Kill Bill church.
2: Oh, nice. We
1: found it. We nice. found the Kill Bill Church. Yeah, and somebody owns somebody owns the Kill Bill Church. It's still dilapidated. It's yeah, they run didn't do down. Anything they do, in, they don't. A, they haven't taken care of it, which is fine. Whatever. whatever. But the thing that pissed me off, the thing that really fucking pissed me off, was you knew what you were buying. You knew that this is. You knew that this was a church that has been used. I don't even think it just in Kill Bill, it's been used I in a ton it. of shit. Yeah, and. We, we parked, Troy and I went. We parked across the street, didn't go anywhere on the property. We just wanted a picture of the Kill Bill Church and, like, a selfie in front of it. Because we, it, I mean, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. you got to drive it's through the just the, the desert. desert. Yeah. And we found it. We pulled across the street. There's, like, and there's, like, dogs running around. There was, like, a
2: pit bull just ru- and Feral dogs. It like, legit. Which and, happens in the desert. Yeah. I mean, and, like, you know. so
1: this, like, pit bull ran by. And we were just, like, do we get out of the car? But it, like. It, you know it kept going we we're like all right like if it comes back we'll get in the car or whatever so <laughs> right. we get out and we hear barking and we're thinking it's it's a rottweiler that's tied up outside the kill bill church <laughs> and whoever owned it now has parked a truck a huge truck in front of it saying like if you want to film here call this number so they're using it for but like you can't like we took a picture i mean the truck ruins the picture. You can still see that it's the Kill Bill Church, which is great, but like they parked a truck in front of it so you it obscures the view, you can't get a good shot of it. Like all the shots have this fucking truck in front of it. There's a fucking junkyard dog tied up
2: outside to keep you and it's like you knew what the fuck you were buying. You why are you gonna ruin it for people? Right. And it's not like Hollywood wouldn't be like, hey, let's use this location and then they'll pay for it, right? Because what would I like to do? I would love to buy a location like that and just live off of that. Yeah, just live off of people paying me to make movies there. Yeah, like that would be so much better than the crap job I work now. Yeah,
1: I, it, <laughs> so, it just. It, but I
2: would never like if someone's coming by just to take a picture. I would never be freaking like let them. Yeah, like, like pay come me, on.
1: pay me. Like no, I, I wouldn't even be like I, I like that. What well, like the. Yeah. Words. I'm so I'm so fired up right now. I'm so I'm so. This is one of those things that just it drives me fucking crazy. And I'm so glad that I finally have a platform that I could be like, "Fuck you, people! Fuck you!" (laughs) Um, It's like if if a random like okay, like Troy and I wanted to take a selfie outside the Kill Bill Church again. We're not on the property. We're standing in the middle of this fucking deserted desolate road in the desert there's feral dogs running <laughs> right there's a fucking tumbleweed blowing down the road <laughs> right we're trying to take a selfie if somebody had come out and be like give us five bucks I'd be like fuck you like fuck you but again if Hollywood was like hey we want to film here yeah pay the pro- it's their property pay them yeah, absolutely but it just it drives me fucking crazy that people scoop up these locations don't maintain them um, not only do they not maintain them, but they scoop up these locations and then they're like, they, they get all like defensive when people are like, oh, I want to get a picture outside
2: of and this. like, yeah, or I mean you're a taking a, like, okay, like if you're there day after day just taking pictures nonstop, fine. Yes. But who does that? Nobody. You, know, nobody you You'll that. find that like, the Like, mo- you'll find like people like you. Yeah. Or people like me just. In the area, like, oh, I would love to see this. Yeah. Okay, fine.
1: I'm a huge Kill Bill fan. I want right. to see the church. I want to see it's the It's iconic. Church. It's fucking
2: iconic. Like, I just want to take one picture. It'll literally take me... 30 seconds. We were, we
1: were there, Steph, I shit you not, we were there maybe three minutes tops. Not only because it was fucking, like, 102 degrees in the desert, but there's dogs running around. I don't feel, I don't feel like getting mauled by a pit bull that, like, I I don't know who the, like, who is this dog's keeper? I don't fucking know. Like, (laughs) I don't know where this dog lives. Yeah. But, like, the fact that somebody had the audacity to park a truck outside being, oh, you want to, like, picture here? Call this number. It's like, I'm not calling your number unless I'm going to say, like, fuck you, get that truck out of my shot. Um, But it just, it, like, people, people who buy like crime scene houses or you know movie houses from movies like iconic movies and or they can be both um, and then proceed to be like, you know, indignant and like, I don't, I don't want people looking at this. I don't want people to drive by. It's like then you, you should have bought another you house. Yeah, go live somewhere else. You fuck. Like, this <laughs> just, just drives me so
2: fucking crazy. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. I agree. I
1: would, I would love, I would love to live in like a historical house that you know, maybe sure something terrible happened in it, or you know, something that was featured in a movie. And if people want, as long as they're not breaking into my fucking right, cavity, as long as they're
2: being respectful, yeah, fine, fine. And then you're still gonna. Make make money off of the people who want to make movies there yeah people who want to film like you know because like if someone's out there just making a movie and you're like whoa yeah then that's a whole different thing but like a selfie but like like a little cell phone if some chump like ashley is just driving down the road and listen i do it all the time (laughs) (laughs) i just watch a picture with these like crazy buildings that have been featured in movies and this and that it's going to take 30 seconds. Yeah. Maybe not even.
1: I'm not... You're not even going to know I'm fucking there. Exactly. You're not even going to know I'm going to be gone before you even come outside. Exactly. Like, I'm not disturbing anything. And I'm not just saying it for me. I'm saying it for everyone Everybody. who, like, wants to go see the Goonies house. They shouldn't... They shouldn't get screamed at by some yuppies who had the money to buy the Goonies house. Right. All of a sudden being like, oh, we don't want people taking pictures of my property. Then don't buy the fucking property.
2: <laughs> yeah. I agree. I could drop I'm a right. hard...
1: could drop a hard C-bomb right now, but I don't... <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. Don't do, do it. Do it. Don't do I
2: it want it. to, but I won't. <laughs> Anyways, so enough of your ranting. We'll okay. just get you off your soapbox, okay. off your high I'm horse. kicking the
1: soapbox under the couch. All right. It's that's fine.
2: Couch. Let's talk about your meal today. Well, not meal, I guess. Dessert? Dessert. dessert. Okay. It's dessert.
1: Um, so because Amityville or Amity is in New York... Um, I wanted to do like a traditional New York dish, but pizza, we've already done, we've pizza. Already done pizza. And I mean we've done we've done things like, like spins on things like brownies and cupcakes and yeah, all that whatever. shit, yeah. But I decided that I was gonna do a legit, authentic New York cheesecake. And goddamn, that thing weighs like 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> So dense. It's so fucking dense stuff. I can't wait to. I can't wait to bite into it. I think it's going to be good. Um, the recipe. i going to hate
2: my life as soon as I take one bite.
1: You're going to be like. You're going to go I'm into like, sugar oh, shock. You're going right? to go, like, straight up sugar right? shock. Right. Well, so. You know, my, my mom makes cheesecakes and they're kind of like light and fluffy, but they're good. Um, well, yeah,
2: because, you know, if you I make had am- too dense, then yeah. you, you only can have like a bite. <laughs> yeah. It's,
1: it's so much, but like, you know, I, I like a good, I like a good dense cheesecake. So and, do I. and when I was doing my research into the recipe, cause I was like, what differentiates New York cheesecake from just like a regular standard, you know, just cheesecake anywhere else. And it's basically like you got to like mix in a ton of like heavy whipping cream. There's like a ton of um you can use sour cream on, on like to lighten it up a little bit. Um but it's it's cream cheese, it's heavy cream, it's vanilla, it's some lemon zest, it's Delicious. graham crack. It's just deliciousness. But it is legit, but, it's heavy. As yeah, fuck. but you
2: might get the diabetes after the fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I had done like a trial run cuz I've actually never made a cheesecake before. Mm-hmm. I've made cakes, I've made cupcakes it's it's simple it's standard you open a box most times and, you, and you're done and you're done um but this I was like I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make like a legit New York cheesecake and I, I checked out a couple of recipes the one that I used today that I found the most helpful and I I kind of combined two because there was like elements in one that I was like Ugh, and then there was like elements in the other that I was like Ugh. so I just I picked the best of both and I because they're kind of the same um the, the one that I kind of relied on was from New York Times they had a they had a, a recipe for like authentic New York cheesecake and I made it, I made the first one. I did like a small version, like a small scale. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I used enough like heavy cream in it because it was a little, I don't want to say gelatinous. It wasn't gross. <laughs> I bit into it and it tasted like a light and fluffier version, but I was like, this isn't, this doesn't look how I want it to look. Yeah. So then I did the second version and I put in a little bit more cream cheese, a little bit more heavy whipping cream. I whipped it a little bit longer. And that one was much, much better. Mm. So this is the final product. This is the final version. Um, I have like four jars of raspberry preserves that I've been trying to get rid of. So I covered <laughs> it. Because like the New York cheesecake, they, I don't think they put anything on top. No,
2: I think it's just a plain it's cheesecake. It's just a plain
1: cheesecake. Cheesecake,
2: but I, gra- uh, graham cracker crust, That's done. it.
1: Um, but this, I, I, did, I took like one of the jars of raspberry preserves and I was like, you're out of here. Cause I'm just, I need to get rid of them. <laughs> I'm just trying to unload the raspberry preserves cause I have Fair way enough. too many.
2: Why do you have so much raspberry preserves, I Ashley? What like- do you use? <gasps> raspberry preserve for so I, I couldn't imagine using it well I guess pies I guess turnovers they're good with turnovers Turnovers. okay um, all right fair enough so
1: here's the thing is like and my, my family <laughs> my family listens to this and I love my family I love I love my family they buy me all sorts of great stuff at the holidays I get all sorts of really good stuff at you know on my birthday but for some reason um around Christmas time I feel like when they're like what the fuck do we get Ashley just give her some like fruit and shit she'll deal with it so like <laughs> I get like I get, get Candy goods for Christmas? I, I get like well I get like baking supplies because I do yeah. I do like to bake like my mom my mom is the baker of the family like yeah. my mom my mom makes the Her best
2: brownies food. are just well, Great. my
1: mom, my mom <laughs> used to be like a professional, like, I don't want to say professional baker, but she used to do like, she
2: used to do like, calm. she used
1: to make wedding cakes and shit. Like yeah. my mom was like legit. Yeah. And, and so like when I showed her, cause I needed, I needed a bigger dish to fit. Cause the two, the two trial run cheesecakes that I made were kind of on the smaller side, but I wanted something big. Because I knew it was going to be me, you, Andy. I knew I was going to bring some home to her. Like, I wanted her to have some. So I made, like, a bigger version. So I just kind of doubled up on everything. Um, But when it came out, I was like, oh, fuck, this thing's massive. Like, it's so big. And I needed something to carry it in because it wasn't going to fit. So, like, I kind of, like, did, like... I had it on a plate, and before I put the raspberries on it, I put, like, saran wrap to kind of keep it solidified. And I brought it to my mom's, and she was like, Jesus Christ, don't you (laughs) it, it It's so big. (laughs) It's so fucking huge. And she gave me, like... She gave me a a dish that's from her wedding from like 1970 something that she put like a cake in. Yeah. It's like and it's I mean you saw it it's huge it's fucking huge. it's
2: pretty massive. That thing
1: that thing weighs more than one of the rabbits outside. Like I don't it's know, just, those it's,
2: rabbits are pretty big too. It's so
1: big. Um, and then you know before I put it in the thing I put some raspberry and then I had to I buckled it in in my car like I had a, I had the seatbelt around the dish so that it wouldn't well because
2: it had the stem
1: had the stem yeah she's like all I have is this thing with a stem I was like fucking I'll make it work. <laughs> 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 so I have to bring that back to her later when I leave here. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's heavy as fuck. It's dense. I I think it's gonna be good. We will find out. We'll find out. But we'll talk about it on the next episode. But I'm excited because I love cheesecake. I love a good cheesecake. Cheesecake's this is- good. Yeah,
2: I, I never eat it. Yeah. Ever. Because it's gonna so t- rich. Yeah, it's, I mean, I love cheesecake, it's delicious, but yeah. it's so rich. It's I, just, had, I can't
1: I have like the I most... can't eat
2: I never I've never once in my life eaten a whole slice of cheesecake, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Like I'll eat like half of it. Yeah and then I'm like, that's enough. Because yeah. it's so rich. It's well so I dense. just
1: this one this one's big because I knew it was gonna be us three today. Uh you, myself, Andy, our producer. I was gonna bring some home for my mom. I'm seeing Sean tomorrow at some point. So I was like, I'll bring Sean some cheesecake because he's really into baking right now. Sean's going through a whole. Baking. well it's like a baking renaissance for sean so i'm gonna bring <laughs> oh, i'm gonna bring him. him some cheesecake so that he can try it and see if he wants to make his own and like play yeah. a little bit so i made a big fucking cheesecake it's it's heavier it's heavier than my head it's just it's so <laughs> my big ass head it's so heavy um but yeah I'm, the pictures the pictures in the recipe are gonna be up on our on our instagram and our twitter thanks to new york times for providing what i think is the most concise recipe because like a lot of them were like, well, you could do this. But... Yeah, everything is speculation.
2: Like, do what you yeah. want to do. Do it how you like to do it. Yeah. You but know? This,
1: this was like, if you want it to look and taste like this, do this. And I was like, okay, great. So I will credit the New York Times. Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Fuck them. Who knows?
2: Um, they're not going to sue me.
1: Um, it's a recipe. Imagine <laughs> if
2: they did. So Anyways, <laughs> but you've already credited them because you're already talking about them. Oh, good. The so podcast. I can't get sued. So fuck them.
1: Um, <laughs> Fuck them in their ads every time I try to look at anything. Right. That's the thing. I had like two ads <laughs> pop up and it was like, hey, like we saw that you're looking at the New York Times. Do you want to subscribe? And I'm like, no, nope. no. And then I'm reading the recipe and I'm scrolling and it's like, are you sure you, I'm like, just give me right. the fucking will recipe. Will you take a minute
2: to register me? Nope. No. <laughs> just,
1: I'm not paying you. Give me the recipe. Right. Um. So yeah, the, it'll be up on our Instagram and our Twitter and we'll talk about it in the next episode to see how you really felt about it. Um. Your thoughts. We will see but I'm excited. And um, if anybody wants to watch Amityville 3D, I think it's available
2: on Tubi. Yeah. I watched it on I Tubi. I think it was Tubi, yeah. Um, me too.
1: So any any final thoughts Steph, on this one?
2: No, it was boor- <laughs> it was it was boring. It was too long. Um, I don't think the acting was bad. Plus you get to see a super young Meg Ryan and Lori Laughlin.
1: Yeah. Lori Laughlin before before the scandal
2: before the before, before, Lifetime before the scandal that nobody really scandal. cared about nobody cared <laughs> right. I I actually thought it was hilarious but it's kind of funny yeah. <laughs> yeah no I got nothing else you got anything else ash I got nothing else we're going to be
1: back in a couple weeks with with what I think might be our most
2: bizarre <laughs>
1: You think it's more bizarre? I than... think it's fucking bizarre.
2: In a I good mean, way. it was one hell of a roller coaster
1: ride. We I'll were give you that. we were texting each other, like sure what was. what did we do? Like, what did we just <laughs> want like,
2: we... like, like I feel like I just dropped so much acid. I know.
1: We'll get into it. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm excited for the next for the next episode because it's it's perfectly timed for uh for Easter. Yes. Easter's coming up. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that's it. Uh you guys can follow us on Instagram, Baking to the B movies, Twitter is Baking to B Movies. Like and subscribe. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you want to share your own cheesecake recipes, because I love a good cheesecake recipe. Yep, yep. Um, I just had the most bomb ass uh, blueberry cheesecake Ugh. at this restaurant. It was fucking amazing.
2: Caramel and peanut butter is oh, my jam. So good. Not together
1: but so, as far as so
2: cheese, peanut butter cheesecake yeah. is awesome if you want to dolce de leche type stuff yeah, oh, yeah.
1: if you want to share your own cheesecake recipes or Turtle recommendations uh hit us up let us know also we have a gmail i made a gmail for all our shit it's ba- <laughs> <laughs> like i forgot that we have a gmail account it's baking to the b movies at gmail.com nice uh, so feel free to hit us up if, if it's longer than a comment on instagram yeah um and yeah so we uh, we appreciate it and uh Steph, let's go bite into that cheesecake. Rock you, and roll. You guys have been listening to Baking to the Bee movies. My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. We'll catch you later. Later. Bye.